This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is an essay by Val Chmarovsky. No. Published by uh, Notes app, <laughs> their, uh, their iOS imprint. Um, I don't know. Here we go. I miss being foolish, young, ignorant, and brave. Time's much simpler when your biggest worry wasn't how much money you've made or saved, but that giant pimple taking over prime real estate on your face. When fruit tasted sweeter, truth sounded clearer, and love was unconditional. When air-conditioned rooms, non-traditional, but a luxury. Ten bucks the salary, and all you wanted was to contribute. Make a difference. Refute the notion that if you were different, you should be treated different. But I digress. I miss being alone. No need to check how many double tapped their phone for validation. Perfectly in tune. But you wrote this on the... Okay. Listen, listen. Centered without the meditation. No namaste. No bills to pay. (laughs) When women were a reach, so I settled for a girl my own age. Not always on the same page, but always willing to read further. I'd kiss slower. Yeah, I'd kiss slower. (laughs) And when misspoken words around us made her feel lower, I'd get lifted, lift her up, with a gift, and give her my sweetest kiss. (laughs) Slowly. (laughs) I'm, like, uncomfortable. We might, we might have been alone, but never lonely. I miss being young. When when words were meant, and actions left a dent, regardless of how little. When my mind was proud, yet brittle, and you'd never see me weep. Cause, well, that was for the little. <laughs> I was small. Wait, you're still- In size. Oh, yeah, yeah, wait, hold on. No, 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 Shh, you're interrupting. Okay. I was small in size. Still, it never stalled my pride or stole my vibes. I learned. <laughs> I learned. I learned a lot from all those times I'm grateful for. Not then, but now. For being foolish enough to risk, curious enough to learn and poor enough to realize how truly wealthy was my home of character and love. That was a poem or an essay, I don't know. That was like kind of good. That was kind of moving. It was called Words That by, wait. again, Val Chmarovsky. Oh, of Dancing with, with the Stars, stars fame. fame. <laughs> um, I was kind of moved by that. I don't know how you felt I was it. a little moved. Also, it was his 31st birthday on Friday. He's not a bad birthday, writer. Val. He rhymed some really interesting things. Did you notice that? <laughs> my favorite rhyme. Let me find my favorite. Where where did it go? When words were meant and actions left a dent, regardless of how little, when my mind was proud yet brittle. Oh, <laughs> that's good. I mean, sort of gorgeous. I thought it was really I nice. Get, I get what he's saying. Also, I get what he's again. Saying. I get what he's saying. He, <laughs> he okay, Bobby. <laughs> I get what he's saying. Bobby wants also, to kiss again, slower and not check his phone so often. I love that he used, uh, I like he used double tap language. Oh, um, yeah. No, I was really affected by um, any use of double tap in a poem. And he, but again, it's it's important to note that this was written on his birthday. So I feel like he was getting, he was feeling like particularly deep and like hey, existential. I turned 31 this year, but I will also write a poem. <laughs> On the notes app. He yeah. did not have it in a particular folder for those of you asking. This wasn't in like the poems folder. Which is ironic because in... What's Her Face had it in poems, even though it wasn't a poem. Demi. De- Demi Lovato? Yeah. 
That was beautiful. Wow, man. So uh, I guess we're back after a, a long vacation. A week. Yeah. Oh, my God. How was your vacation? <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Went to Vegas. Just kidding. I didn't do anything. I did. We didn't go on vacation. We didn't go on vacation together. We didn't do anything. We just didn't record the podcast. Don't tell them that. We had a reason for going on vacation. It was because we needed a, a vacation, but we didn't actually go on vacation, like actually on vacation. I went to, I spent Sunday when we usually record and, um, when we usually record and edit and stuff. Uh, went to the Kalachi place in Brooklyn. That was great. Mm-hmm. Met a friend there. Wow, Kalachi's. Felt wow. luxurious. Mm-hmm. Got home. Did some cleaning. I played. I started playing a new game, Stardew Valley. I'm late to the party, but I'm very into it. I told you about this. Yeah, you did. Um, I'm gonna stop talking now. The more I talk about this, like the more pathetic my life sounds. <laughs> I don't know what I did last Sunday instead of record. I probably slept in, and then I don't know. But right now, I'm technically on vacation, or I'm not. I'm not at home so that's something that's something ironically uh, i'm on vacation but I'm recording. it's been we can just start the episode <laughs> don't you want to hear more about my vacation though no please you will drive being on vacation i don't know if it just sort of threw us out of whack um we're sort of misaligned perhaps it was hard to find a story that um we should lead with and i was expressing this frustration and confusion to Lindsay, and she was like i kind of want to this is what i want to lead with and i (laughs) realized like what a great idea this is so Lindsay, will you explain we were gone and everything was happening. So much was happening. People were like, oh, you have to come back. There's so much happening. And then now looking at it today, it's like nothing happened. Like, you guys are nuts. And then I was nuts for thinking all this stuff happened. Nothing happened. Like, that was what was the funniest thing to me. But Which is sort of a bleak reminder that nothing is ever happening. <laughs> but I will say one thing did happen while I was on vacation that I, <laughs> I thought about for Definitely like hours after I saw it, but then also days later, I it came back to me and I thought, I don't understand this at all. And Bobby, here's what it is. Okay. Oh my God. I'm looking at it again. It's gorgeous. It's, it's gorgeous. beautiful. Okay. So I don't know if you know, but um, do you know who Ashley Tisdale is? Of course I do. I watched High School Musical. Okay. I've seen High School Musical right. 2. I've so, seen High School Musical 3. Here's a fun fact about Bobby and I is we both are, like, obsessed with High School Musical. Way back. <laughs> this goes way back. Right? Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we, we used both... to do Break and Free at karaoke. We used to do <laughs> Such a good karaoke song. It's so it fun. Um, so we both love High School Musical, and so we both are very familiar with um, Ashley Tisdale, who is who a... Who was Sharpay. Who was Sharpay in, the, in High School Musical, but she also was on the Zack and Cody show, that, uh, Sweet Life, and other Disney properties. But what she does now is she launched a YouTube channel, and not just, you know, a casual, um, for her brand YouTube channel a money-making empire YouTube channel. Like, if you go to it, she has different themes. Her husband plays guitar. They do covers. She gets her more famous friends to come on and sing songs with her. She is 
in it to win it. I think she saw how much money people could make off YouTube and she was like, I'm actually kind of famousy. I could totally do this. Yeah. So, you know. Do you think it's working out? I'm sure it's working out. It I always think her works views out. are good. She did a uh, duet for, she does duet covers and she did one with um, Vanessa Hudgens, her high school musical uh, former co-star and I think uh, friend. Um, and it got press outside of the YouTube video, which is like the best sign of your whatever. I don't know yeah, why. So I'm... her views. Oh, her videos are getting hundreds of thousands, if not millions of views. Good for Ashley. No, she's smart. She it's kind of a weird backwards thing, but it almost doesn't matter in 2017 because it's like no. monetize all of your platforms, you know, get get out there and really, you know, Oh my god! I'm looking at her uh, her video, Girls' Night In. She has a recipe for slam and salmon. She does. Uh, it looks like um, <laughs> she does like salmon and asparagus. Her kitchen is gorgeous. Like this yeah. this woman is doing well. Well, also she she definitely has nice cameras. She has somebody who shoots it for her. She has somebody who oh. edits for her. She's not. She's putting in the effort and the money. She's investing in this like YouTube thing. But this is you gotta not, spend money to make money. This is not what I'm. Talk, but this is not even what I am thinking about. This is the intro. So, right, of course. Yeah, we're, now, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Now that we're we both ourselves. know who Ashley Tisdale is, mm-hmm. I can explain to you what I saw on Instagram that made me go, wow. <laughs> so I'm scrolling. Lindsay what, what, Lindsay, what was it? So I'm scrolling through my Instagram and I'm seeing just, you know, everything that's happening, the normal advertisements. <laughs> and then I get to Ashley Tisdale. And let me set the scene for you. She's sitting on a couch wearing a hoodie. I don't think she's wearing makeup. It's a very casual look. She's holding a laptop. And on the laptop, the the browser is a poster or what is that, Bobby? It's the movie Life that just came out this past weekend. But what is on starring... her browser? Ryan, I think... I... Is it like an app? I think it is um the either the life official website or oh yeah a website where you can like it looks like a social feed for life so i think it's like the life official website if it's not the life official website it's the like a a branded page on a movie tickets website it either looks like she got a screensaver made for her that's just like life branded (laughs) or they superimposed this onto her computer screen in, in post okay Point no, eating. this is not in post. This is all in camera effects. Okay. I promise so you. you like, so that is real. So it's a it's Ashley Tisdale on a couch looking at a browser that has the movie Life starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds on its browser, and you're like, oh, she's <laughs> watching Life, but she's not because it's not out. She's okay, and then you scroll down and you're like, what's going on? And it says, this is the caption: Ryan Reynolds plus Jake Gyllenhaal in a movie equals I'm so there. Looking forward to seeing at Life Movie Official in theaters this Friday, 324. (laughs) Snag your tickets now. Link in bio. Hashtag Life Movie. Hashtag ad. Okay. So I basically looked at this for 30 minutes. Also, by the way, the link isn't in the bio. She forgot to put the link in her bio. Just FYI. Oh, my God. If you're going to link in bio. do you it's think a link to her YouTube channel. Do you think because it's older, she put the link in the bio contractually for like one day and then took it out? Maybe, but it's only been three days. You should keep the link in the bio for at least like a week. Okay, point being, I was like, hold on. Ashley Tisdale is doing ads for this new movie, Life, starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds. 
Here's the misconnect. Mm-hmm. Ashley Tisdale, although a famous person, somewhat, is not she is. famous enough to be doing Instagram ads for a Hollywood movie. And then the other level is that Hollywood movies don't really do these types of Instagram ads. No. So right. what is life official life movie official doing so then i'm like okay well maybe she's just one of many maybe it's an influencer campaign like santa clarita diet so i click yeah exactly so i click on life movie hashtag life movie first of all a horrible name name for your movie if you're gonna try and do this stuff awful and no one else has done an ad on instagram with this hashtag listeners Listeners. That's not an exaggeration. We cannot find one other instance of a famous person or non-famous person using both life movie hashtag and hashtag ad in the same Instagram. So here's my thought. Is Ashley Tisdale the only person <laughs> in the life movie official ad campaign? Imagining as someone who used to do this for a living, when you are developing a social campaign and you're kind of sort of in the like preliminary meetings and it's like, okay, we'll get some influencers such as, and you kind of have, you're reaching for the stars for the influencers you would want to connect with um, and use for your brand. And you would say, oh, I would like this, like lifestyle blogger, this beauty blogger, this whatever, this whatever. And you have a whole big list. In this instance, it seems like they came to the meeting with a picture of Astrid Tisdale and said, (laughs) this is all we need. Here's our target audience for this movie. And then it's a big picture of Ashley Tisdale. Everyone says, that's right. You're very smart. This is why we pay the big bucks. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody that backs like, I think we can get her. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think she's available. That's it. If you have seen another instance of life movie official advertising itself with a celebrity influencer, please let us know. I- explicitly with ad in the in the caption. I am just so confused because part of me and Bobby did accuse this and this is this is a little bit rude so let's go there for just a minute. Bobby just a minute. Said, we don't like to be rude, but Is this a fake ad? <laughs> and why would you do a fake ad, you ask? Well, for many reasons. You want people to think that your property is value is valuable enough to do ads on. This yeah, property uh-huh. being Ashley Tisdale's brand of herself. Yep. And you want to associate your name with high quality and high value ads, such as a Hollywood movie that you with probably Jake Gyllenhaal didn't even and Ryan Reynolds. get to audition for. Right. And so I'm so confused at this possibly being that situation because that would be devious. And absolutely brilliant. I know. Bobby, if Who Weekly had to do a fake ad for something to up our brand um, value, what would you mm-hmm. what would you do? What would you pick? When Carly Rae Jepsen's new album comes out, <laughs> it might come out this year, a picture of the two of us, like with headphones on, uh, <laughs> with, you know, with the, with the, with our, you know, two fingertips, two main fingers on each hand, kind of pressing uh, the headphones delicately against our ears. And acting like we're listening to something very wonderful. And the two of us are kind of, and it's like listening to our girl at Carly Rae Jepsen's new album. We're sure that you guys will love it when it's out this Friday on whatever, whatever records. Hashtag 
Carly Ray hashtag I'm just going to the store hashtag ad. I will say I think you're not dreaming big. I don't think you're dreaming big enough. <laughs> I think I think we could dream way bigger. <laughs> what, okay, what would you say? What would your dream fake ad be? <laughs> um, hmm. Trying to think of the biggest brand that would never advertise with us. Okay, here's one. Bobby and I are how we have headphones on and we're looking at our computers and we each have cans of Diet Coke next to our computers. <laughs> and we eat their long straws coming out of the Diet Cokes and we're both sipping on the Diet Cokes. And then it says, do you ever get thirsty when you're recording a podcast? We do, hosts of Who Weekly. Okay, this needs to be worked on, this ad copy, but you get it. It's like, <laughs> as hosts of a popular podcast, Who Weekly, we do, hashtag live bravely. What is it? Hashtag <laughs> life with bubbles, hashtag Diet Coke, hashtag sponsor. Right? Yeah. Because that would be great. people will be like, whoa, they've got Coca-Cola as a sponsor. <laughs> And the answer to that would be not technically, because Live Bravely is not a Coca-Cola. Is well, you know how it's a you know how it's an FCC violation to do an ad without making it explicit that you are doing an ad. That's right. why people use hashtag spawn. Wait, wait. Um, is it an FCC violation or is it illegal to claim that you're an ad when you're not? Like to say that this brand has chosen to partner with you is that slander is that a form of slander it's definitely frowned upon i'm sure (laughs) but i don't know if it's explicitly illegal you know i i just feel like there there's there i could see a case being made that it's slander libel what's the one that's different when it's printed i don't know slander libel (laughs) i don't know we need uh we need some uh hooligans who are lawyers to chime in on this we also just need some lawyers a lawyer a lawyer any lawyer (laughs) in general hey Lindsay. hey bobby have you seen the brand new power rangers film they're back i haven't that's great they're back yeah they're back and becky g is in it she's gay wait a gay power ranger iconic Legendary. I'm going to buy a ticket right now. Make that too. Who, Who Weekly. Weekly. Brought to you Brought by, to you by Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. The movie. The movie. Starring Becky G. As one, as one of the, the Power, Power Rangers. Legendary. <clears throat> so, Lindsay, do you know who Austin Forsyth is? No. So he's is it uh, Forsyth the... like a tool, or is that a something else? Forcep. <laughs> Forceps. I, okay, sure. What? Or like a scythe? Um, is that a tool? A scythe is. A scythe is like a. Speaking of Stardew Valley, not to talk about Stardew Valley no, again. Stop. Um, no more Stardew Valley. It's like the. Th- it's like the thing that you use. That's a blade that 
cuts grass. It's right. Like so his name his name sounds like a blade that you used to cut grass. Continue. His name sounds like a very common last name. Lindsay is what it is. Is it? Um, okay. This is not a strange name. All right. So okay. Austin Forsythe is the fiance of Joy Anna Duggar, one of the Duggars, the 19-year-old Duggar. Um, that does nothing for me in deciphering what Duggar she is. It does nothing. So we don't have to spend a lot of time on this, which is always, by the way, red flag. Anytime I say that, we spend 80 minutes on it. But um, (laughs) I just want to read uh, this story from Us Weekly, which is Joy Anna Duggar and Austin Forsythe's wedding registry includes camping gear and restaurant gift cards. (laughs) That's the headline. Because that's the story. Uh, Their wedding registry is public. It's on the knot. And it's an Amazon gift registry. Oh, I found it. Oh, my God. I found it. Honestly, this is all. Well, they link to it. Um, But I love this paragraph. Duggar19 and Forsyth have requested several power tools, such as a sander, a jigsaw, and a wet-dry vacuum. (laughs) They they also included an array of home items on the registry, including a gray bedspread, striped kitchen towels, (laughs) towels, and it has a typo, striped kitchen towels, towels, and gray bath mats. Wait, they wrote Um, towels twice? so they wrote towels twice. They also but the best requested part a printer about on here. Their best, the best part of this registry is that it has four gift cards. And you know on registries where you say, like, I want X of something, and then you can see how many they requested and how yeah. many they've been given. Um, so they've requested four $25 gift cards to Cracker Barrel, which I just – requesting gift cards is – so rude. I'd like to. I have um, some late breaking news about that. Three of the four Cracker Barrel have, gift cards have been purchased. Oh, no, no. No, no. Are only still, one of the four. Are still needed. <laughs> Do you think we should some, buy like, them Some like cousin. One? Some cousin was like, just get him one of the Cracker Barrel gift cards. Ugh. But what's Put weird is that this it. is public facing. So like you or I or any like Duggar fan could get them a Panera any Bread gift card for $25. Oh, I know. Any okay. of us could do this. Okay. Moving on, Lindsay, what else is going on? Okay, so here's the thing. A lot of people called in to the Who's Who Dad episode when we talked about Liam and Cheryl Cole. We mixed up Liam and Louie. We do it a lot. I mix up One Direction members as often as I, you know, brush my teeth, which is twice a day. So that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I have good dental health. But what I'm saying to you is that us mixing up One Direction boys is just – you know, run of the mill for us, okay? They are out of the yeah. spotlight. But I will say, Liam has quickly become my favorite One Direction person because of this, because it's so interesting. And I guess Cheryl, just Cheryl, um, just had, Cheryl. had their baby uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday, uh-huh. Um, which is exciting. It's a, it's a boy, yeah. I believe. He doesn't have yeah, a name Yeah, it's a yet. baby boy. Yeah, well, he does, but we don't know it, oh. or you know, okay. whatever. Well, sure. Um, Liam feels very blessed per his Instagram. Cheryl hasn't released a statement as of you know recording, <laughs> um, and everyone seems very happy. We've gotten a lot of people uh, tweeting this at us. It's big news, big who news, big who news. I don't. It's it's again. I I find their relationship odd, if only because of the circumstances surrounding the way they met. Oh, it's, um, not only is it odd, but Us Weekly, if you read any article about them, will not let you forget it. Meanwhile, this article <laughs> written about the baby being born, about four paragraphs down, we got the baby information. They say, Payne first met Cole when he was 14. So basically, they also never oh, yeah. want you to forget the weird circumstances. I mean, as if you could. It's, 
it's uh it's a lot congratulations to the happy couple kiss me simon what do you think i think there is potential with you liam i'm just missing a bit of grit a bit of emotion and actually a bit of fun funny enough I think you're really cute. I think you've got charisma. You know, you give us that little cheeky wink. I think this kid could do fantastic in the show. You know, young guy, good looking, people will like you, but there's something not quite, it's 20% missing for me at the moment. Well, give me another audition and I'll show you I've got that 20%. Cheryl, Cheryl, what do you think? Yes. Yes. You've got three yeses to get through. Here's a headline. Lindsay, I just want to read you a headline and um, one paragraph from it, and that can be the end. You don't even have to comment. Okay, wow. Dancing with the Stars partners, Sharna Burgess and Bonner Bolton deny dating rumors. Okay, so whatever. This is what it reads in the second paragraph. Quote, I'm not dating anyone, the professional bull rider, 29, (laughs) told Entertainment Tonight on Friday, March 24th, adding that he is, quote, 100% single and, quote, full-on available. The Australian dancer, 31, echoed, I am not dating anyone either. (laughs) I am absolutely single. Wait, can I make a comment, though? Can I make a comment? The best part about this paragraph is that dating anyone and then... It's in brackets. Dating anyone either are both in brackets, meaning they didn't actually say dating anyone. That's what Entertainment Tonight put in to the statements to make it make sense. So clearly they said, Hey, are you dating anyone? And they said, I'm, I'm not. not. <laughs> and then someone else said, I, and then the other one said, I'm not like, I'm not either, but they just said, I'm not. So they, in, in quoting them, couldn't had to figure out how to put these in here. But then this looks like now a psycho misquote. <laughs> if you haven't heard, in case you haven't heard the news, the news about Sharna Burgess and Bonner Moulton is that they're not. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the funniest part. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Well, here's the thing. We literally go on vacation and say in the last episode, if anything with Rita happens, I guess we'll have to do an emergency episode. That was a mistake. Has there ever been a bigger mistake than saying we should come back if anything happens with Rita? Yeah. Literally, and then it was like, mm, we're not doing an the emergency next episode. Day, the next day, uh, guess who is coming back to America's Next Top Model? Tyra Banks. The Tyra one and only creator. Banks. So to add insult to injury, is that it's injury to insult or insult to injury? It's in, you got it right the first time. Shockingly, to add insult to injury. To add to add ins. I'm not doing this on purpose, by the way. To add insult to injury. Rita's to add injury to insult. Rita, would that be like if you were like, I hate you, and then hit someone again? And then hit someone in the face. <laughs> yeah. To add injury to insult. I mean, to be fair, she insulted her. No. To add insult to injury, Tyra is not, Rita's not coming back as host. That's one. That's number one big hurt. But the number two big hurt is Tyra's coming back to get it done herself. (laughs) It's very rude. They tried to play it off like things are fine between the two of them. 
they had a very cordial um faux cute exchange on twitter right after the news it came was out. so weird tyra posted a picture of them and was like can't wait till your music comes out <laughs> yeah like what did she say bangers you got some she, bangers this girl's got some bangers coming it's very strange you had your chance and it failed it reminds me of which i might play here the scene in jurassic park oh my um oh, i'm just gonna oh, play it reminds right here you a theme of a, of a scene in jurassic park bobby condos condos are on the verge of extinction if oh, i wish no. to could not know if i wish to create a flock of condos on this island you wouldn't have anything to say no hold on this isn't this is some species that was obliterated by deforestation or or the building of a dam dinosaurs uh, uh, had their shot and nature selected them for extinction i mean sure i don't know i feel like you in your the way that your mind works I, <laughs> tyra went extinct and now she's bringing herself back. Do you know that... Ty- I'm trying to move away from this. Do you know that Tyra also <laughs> is hosting America's Got Talent? Of course. She's going to host two shows. She's hosting America's Got Talent and America's Next Top Model. So basically, Tyra is America. Is is president. <laughs> Tyra is America. She's America. America. Uh, America's Got Tyra. Literally. Um, I, found, I found this next thing that Rita's up to to be a little alarming, especially given uh, the sequence of events. So Rita loses her job, one of her many jobs, a high-profile job hosting America's Next Top her Model. Her biggest because job. Because of Tyra. Her biggest job. Let's not even then, be, let's not put this, let's be real. Then immediately, what happens, Lindsay? She installs a 20,000-pound panic room in her home. Not pound weight, pound dollar. So 20,000 not monetary. Right. Yeah. It just sounded like you a uh, 20,000 pound panic room. <laughs> and it says, this is according to the Daily Mail, she lives in constant fear. Rita Ora installs 20,000 pound panic room into her London home after terrifying burglary left her mentally scarred. But listen, this burglary was in 2015. Okay. This burglary was in 2015. So it took her. And she's just doing it now. She's yeah. just doing it, it took now. Her two years. No, 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 no. You know who she's hiding from. I'm connecting. She's hiding from Tyra Banks. She's hiding from Tyra Banks. She's definitely hiding from Tyra. It's like, what else is Tyra going to take from this poor woman? She already took her show. (laughs) Can you imagine Rita like calling a panic room company and them asking for like what she needs it? And they're like, well, you know, are you looking for protection from, you know, uh, warfare, you know, any type of the future, like Armageddon? What, what's your journey here? Are you looking for? And <laughs> she's like, do you have a Tyra Banks model? <laughs> do you have- yeah. And they're like, oh, that's the most expensive oh, one. They're like, oh, we don't, do we? And let me, let me connect the you top with of the, the line the panic room. <laughs> You got a big spender. Um, <laughs> the top of the line panic room. Boss, what? she's looking for the Tyra Banks model. Um, and that's what Rita's up to. I think that's all we have for this week. Yeah, we're back. Um, we're back in action. We're back. Oh, we're back. <laughs> Thank you, as always, to Katie and Eric of the Who's. Oh, I got to say, my favorite, thank God for the hooligans, created the best possible Meryl, Meryl Street meme, meme yeah. with that. With the Katie and Eric song. It's so oh. good. It's so good. It's so good. Um, anyway, so thank you to Katie, Eric, Katie and Eric of The Who's for writing our theme song. Um, and as always, rate and review us on iTunes. We love it. 
We love it. We love it. Check us uh, out on, we were on um, NPR's Marketplace, which was super cool. Right. You can hear Bobby tell Very a fun cool. story about it wearing a jumpsuit or not wearing a jumpsuit. And we were also on Slate's uh, Culture Gab Fest, too, talking about Us Weekly, which we will continue mm-hmm. to be talking about. So stay tuned for that. Yes. And um, and that's it. So I guess we'll see you Thursday with another episode of Who's There. Oh, one more final reminder. Please call in um, if you are a lawyer and know anything, <laughs> anything at all um, about the the technicalities or like potential legal ramifications of calling something an ad and aligning yourself with the brand if you are not um, being paid to do so. That's it. Bye. <laughs> you will drive they're back yeah they're back and becky g is in it she's gay wait a gay power ranger iconic legendary that was a headgum podcast <laughs>